It's time to flash back in time with Michael Smith from Seven News. His magnificent flashback segment. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. All we've been talking about this morning is bikes and lycra, and I think um, that's at least in part what Michael's flashing back to this morning. How are you, Michael? Good morning, little Dave. Yes, a particularly timely edition of Flashback this week, given the challenge that you guys are facing after 8 o'clock this morning. (laughs) We're looking back at the creation of the Tour Down Under, and I reckon if you both make it to 9 o'clock, you could be getting a call from Stuart O'Grady to sign you up for next month. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think... I don't know. Might be overcooking it slightly, (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing now because it's such a, a popular, celebrated fixture on our summer calendar, a real success, but... Back in the 90s, there were serious doubts about how successful it would be. You've got to remember back then, we weren't so au fait with international cycling. It was pitched as one way of replacing the Grand Prix, which had been stolen by Melbourne. Mike Turner came up with the idea. And interestingly, it was pitched as a tourism event rather than a cycling race. That's how he got it across the line with the state government to secure the funding. All sorts of ideas were kicked around about what it should be called. They were going to call it the Tour of South Australia, the South Australian Tour, even the Tour de South Australia at one point, finally landing on the Tour Down Under as the name. Interestingly, the first poster, I had to explain to people what it was all about. It said Tour Down Under International Cycle Race. And they were really concerned that people might not embrace it. In hindsight, it looks hilarious now. Have a listen to Mike Turner here, though. This is him talking about that first night, that first stage they held around the East End, when he and Premier John Olsen at the time were concerned that people wouldn't turn out. I was really nervous because we were hoping, you know, fingers crossed, if we get five or 10,000 people, it'll look okay and uh, we might get away with it and then hopefully it could build from there. And the police estimates on the night were 40,000. It was incredible. We didn't have enough security, not enough barriers, not enough of anything to deal with a crowd of that size. We got away with it, thank God. And the next day it, it happened again and just kept going. It just didn't stop. That one-year deal for wow. Mike Turner, of course, extending for more than 20. Stuart O'Grady, <laughs> hometown hero, won that first event. He's now the tour director. And I reckon he'll be calling you after nine with that wildcard entry offer. <laughs> you know, the other thing, Michael, even, even though we, we all know the truth now about Lance Armstrong, but one of the things that did kick it into a whole new stratosphere mm. was his association with it. I can remember, like, while I was living interstate, so many people in Sydney would suddenly start saying to me, oh, I'm thinking about going to Adelaide to see Lance Armstrong ride. Like, it was a huge mm. draw card because he had cult-like status particularly among men, like they just love the bloke, even though now he's a byword for utter fraudulence. But at the time, even though the, the, the South Australian taxpayers, they never found out how much money Mike Rand signed off on to get him here. Mm. It remains a secret to this day. Significant amount of taxpayer money committed to getting him here. And of course, in hindsight, things may have been done differently, but undoubtedly he did a huge amount to promote the event and uh, shine a spot on South Australia. And it's an incredibly successful event. I'm glad we've still got it all these years on. I love know the Vicks would love to pinch it if we ever uh, decided that we didn't want to have it. Um, but looking forward to its return next month after a two-year hiatus from COVID. Absolutely. Well, good on you, Michael. Thanks, Michael, Michael. Smith, 7 News flashback segment uh, on the 7th Sunday night after 6 o'clock. Looking forward to watching that. The, the idea that they were anticipating five to 10,000 people turning up in the first instance is hilarious in hindsight. Crazy. We Crazy. always we always we do underestimate as Australians the appeal of some of these big international events. And I think we're doing the same with the Women's World Cup that's going to take place next year. That is going to be mm. a way bigger event than anyone this than this country is anticipating. Yeah. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine. Five double A breakfast.